Welcome everyone to the Dutch Hall. I'm your host Pete Van Dyke. Welcome back to another Thursday night in Pine Grove, Ontario, listening to the greatest podcast and podcast history as far as I'm concerned, at least for the ones that come out of pool sheds. I think this one's got to be close to the top. Welcome back. Guys, you know, life is tough. And I know that there's a lot of crazy stuff going on all around the world. If you're watching the TV or listening to the internet or however you use technology, I don't know. But if you're at home doing those things and you're worried about all the things in the world, I'm glad you found Live from the Dutch Hall because tonight we're just going to soothe you. We're just going to talk about topics and such, Mm. things that make people happy. Tonight's topic, you know, it's going to be... No, I fucking hate this one, too. I liked that one. You did? Yeah. It was going great. Oh, uh, you know I what? I'm okay. I'm going. leaving that thing where I just said I hated it in the show, because from now on, this is just, it's supposed one to be live take, from the Dutch One home. take. Well, I fucking hated it. The whole thing, it was supposed <laughs> to be. If you're watching your TVs at home, I don't know what you do. <laughs> did I say that, too? Yes. Is that on this one? Yes. See, that's the thing. I never remember what I say on the show, eh? Yeah. I had this whole thing worked out, but I, I messed it up. Even the first one that we did on that other take, I didn't even get that one right. It's because it's not supposed to be done like that. You're just supposed to come to the pool shed, and you do what it happens. Just shoot the shit. And I overthink it. I know. But anyways, there was, uh, there was, uh, there's a lot of people who ask me. They say, Pete, what's your show going to be about this week? What's the topic? And I never have a topic because I don't do that. I just say, like, we'll just... Whatever we talk about, we'll talk about. But usually there is something on my mind. Like there's something that's been piquing my curiosity or something that uh, I've been reading about or something that a bunch of things that have happened a little bit over time and they add up in your head and you say, oh, all of a sudden I've got all this information in my head about a certain subject and I have no one to talk to about it because who the fuck would care, (laughs) you know? So then I just say, well, I'm going to make it a topic on my show. So I'm doing a topic tonight. I hope this one, I am not. I don't want to let the cat out of the bag right away, but I think it's a topical issue. It's something that uh, some people might think is a part of history. I, I disagree. I think it's a every much a, a part of today's life. And some people think it's about something that, that happens in another part of the world. And I think that's uh, also not true. It's something that happens right here in our own country and in other free countries in the world, Western countries and even uh, whatever else countries are, Eastern, (laughs) Northern, (laughs) Southern. Whatever. (laughs) The other ones, too. All of them, I don't know, all the countries. And then, uh, (laughs) but uh, it's a problem everywhere. And you know what? I got to just do a quick experiment to see if it's even a problem in this room right now. Uh, I want to ask you, Lee Wallace. Uh-oh. You're back in the room. You're here for like the third week in a row. Three times. You've Three been times. you've been helping me uh, <laughs> with Discord and all that stuff, and you've been doing it. Uh, how much money have I paid you for that uh, service? Oh, it's a big old zip. <laughs> zero, zero. Uh, Kevin, don't I, don't I pay you yes, to come here? <laughs> yeah, you actually <laughs> give me gifts. Yes, that's you true. Nothing. Uh, Kevin Van Dungeon. Yes, sir. Also, today, look at you brought uh, huge technology for the use of this program in order to make it better. You drove over almost an hour to get here. You got to drive home tonight and go to work tomorrow. Yes, sir. 
I must be paying you something for this time for your man for a man's time. What have I paid you? Uh, a lot of nothing. Nothing. <laughs> uh, the nocturnal emissions tonight <laughs> comprised of Caitlin Van Dyke on keys and uh, <laughs> and Ryan Hill on guitar. Have I paid you anything for your performance this evening? Absolutely no, not. We're pretty used to that, though. <laughs> <laughs> we are. True musicians. So tonight's problem, tonight's topic, I should say, is that of slavery. And I think we can all agree it's alive and well even in this room. It's a huge problem all, today. Yeah, Pete Van Dyke and his um, groupies. Yeah, you're a bunch of slaves. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we got that and a whole bunch of other stuff to talk about. Uh and uh, you're going to love it. It's it's a Live from the Dutch Halls show about slavery. Oh, Hit great. the theme song, people. One, two, three, four. Actually, well it's nice to have live music in the room, and it's also yeah. nice to uh, to have people just show up and uh, be here again. It uh, you learn this is the, when you're part of the nocturnal emissions. This is what you got to learn, uh, Caitlin. You've been part of it many times. Uh, Ryan, this is your very first time ever being part of the nocturnal emissions. Put that on your resume now. <laughs> you can say that you've been part of the nocturnal emissions, the greatest band in Canadian late night history. You cannot have that taken away from you now. What a credit. What a credit, right? Mm -hmm. That's what I say. (laughs) Everyone else that's in the nocturnal missions probably disagrees. (laughs) 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 They could give a shit about it. Ah. But, uh, you know, it's one of those things. I think it's a real badge honor. And when I got the, I I like to, this is one of my proudest moments. I still got to brag about it. Is that uh, coming up with the name The Nocturnal Emissions and then making a, to, to get a band of your friends. Like, I can't play an instrument, right? So I got my friends who can play instruments to get together and form a band. I named them the the Nocturnal Emissions because of the show. They have to now do shows at fancy places. They did it at a golf course. They did it at a fancy restaurant in Port Dover. They play in gigs like a martini bar. Uh, uh, or they're called the nocturnal emissions. Nocturnal emissions, which means uh, something that I learned in health class. Right. It's a, when it's like when you have a, an emission. Oh, uh, yes. Of goo. That's what that means. It means a wet, a wet dream. Mm. Oh my goodness. That's literally what it means. A wet dream. Term. A nocturnal emission. <laughs> and then, uh, so I just think it's hilarious and. Uh, Nobody stopped them. They, 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 I, you would expect that they'd play like Uncle Buttfuck's Funny Hot or you know, like something like that, you know, yeah. with a name like that. But no, they're playing only high end gigs, eh? High end gigs, and the concierge has to come down and say, "Hey, uh, I've come to, you know, yeah. Would yeah. you like a valet, f- or I've come to pick up the nocturnal emissions? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let me get your stretch limo first. Yeah, there was, and you know what? The marketing about this is your band too that you're talking about because you are the Nocturnal Emissions. <laughs> I suppose so. <laughs> yeah, it's your band. The current Nocturnal Emissions. Yeah, so don't knock it. Uh, it's also because <laughs> your logo, one of your T-shirt, your branding for your band. <laughs> the one thing is that you uh, 
It, it says uh, the nocturnal emissions um, will come in your ear holes. Ooh. <laughs> right? What? <laughs> yeah, that's the tagline. Yeah, that's the tagline. I, you like it? Yeah, I'm down. I can go with that. Yeah, right? You're in the band too, Ryan. You're in the, you are the band tonight. There you go. So that means will come in your ear holes. This credit. And you will come in our ear holes. I, I object. Well, I that's your right. That's your right to object. <laughs> I don't want to have the check line be, I'll come in your ear holes. It's just a t-shirt. <laughs> it's just a t-shirt, yeah. yeah. The band, that's one of the things that your band will do with your music. <laughs> what? We will, we will come. Oh. The music. The music is like. <laughs> the music's going to come in your ear holes. Come in your ear holes. There you go. Oh, right. I don't I, know what you were now thinking. Now I get it. I don't know, I don't know what <laughs> I was thinking before. Shoot. I need to get my head out of the gutter. No Poof. Yeah, the nocturnal emissions will come in your ear holes. you think this is? <laughs> yeah. It is weird. Or there goes your G rating for tonight. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The one thing I'm proud of is that uh, uh, that I that I can say those kind of jokes in front of my daughter now. You know, like because the the whole time when you're when your kids are young, and you have to like pretend you don't swear and pretend you're you know like <laughs> you're a good person. <laughs> it's and like, the kids only half believe you sometimes. Yeah. It's exhausting, man. It is. Yeah, it's good and to be free. And then they end up yeah. just being yeah corrupted anyway. Yeah. But. Well, eventually yeah, you realize your kids are old and weary. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm used to this by now. Yeah, you've seen enough of me. I can't hold it together that long, Caitlin. I did it for maybe <laughs> uh, you know ten years. Top. What do you think I made it? Ten. <laughs> ten. I think you made it ten. I tried my best, but it was tough. You know, to hold it all together. You know, be the, that. Uh, it, you know, th- those days. I eh, like. Have you when you were your kids were young? You remember that, like uh, when Lee, you have you have kids too, you know. Like you're in it right now. I'm in it right now. Right now, man, it's so (laughs) much work, dude. Yeah, that's why. That's that's why I have to come here. (laughs) Yeah, it's so much work. Therapy, Uh, catharsis, yes. Yeah, catharsis. But you remember, like at those times, you you just don't even know like uh, how you're gonna do it all. You're just doing it all, and it's like uh, then uh, you keep. uh, that there seem to be keep being more stuff added to it different 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 layers for sure yeah mm-hmm. and then you're like wow man is this like how much how much can you it, there possibly be and then it does kind of subside like it does yeah it does <laughs> how old's your how old's your oldest 10 oh, going sh- on like 16 yeah, 17 yeah, yeah, yeah. i think <laughs> different problems yeah, yeah. two year olds going on to 3 now <laughs> yeah <laughs> which is good yeah, I mean, I we we don't I don't have kids that age anymore, so I I think uh, wistfully about the like I lo- I I miss those days, you know. Yeah, so like when I fun. hear about you with a two year old, I'm thinking about all the cute things and all the the sweet sweetness when she's excited <laughs> to see her dad come home from work, that sort of thing. Yeah. And then uh, you don't remember the diaper blowouts and the and the tantrums and the <laughs> like no, the, you just, just the, <laughs> put that aside. Yeah, just yeah. Taking the good ones because they're great. So I yeah. remember the swearing thing. Uh, mine was two. I got a ticket and I forgot he was in the back of the car. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the cop said, I'm, I'm reducing this from 82 to 78. And I thought, well, I go, I go, well, whatever. Thanks, buddy. And then I crumpled the ticket up and I go, fucking cocksucker. <laughs> <laughs> and I hear cocksucker. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> yeah. So that was his introduction. But. I remember one time I was back in, uh, I was back in out of the um, a garage, and uh, we came really close to hitting the the garage with the mirror, and uh, 
uh, actually uh, Kate was in the in the back of the in the car seat and uh, she noticed how close it was and she goes uh, holy shit ball <laughs> <laughs> is what she said you know and I was like I did where that's a, <laughs> you know <laughs> where would you hear that one from and that's a, an odd expression you know <laughs> <laughs> but then I caught myself saying it like, like later on, just by myself, like something startled me, and I was holy shit balls, and I'm like, holy, it came from me. <laughs> it was like I don't even know what I'm saying today. Like, somewhat proud. Yeah, somewhat proud that yeah. I was like, a, yeah, they're taking after you. Uh, you're an early influencer. I'm a weird swear. Yeah. <laughs> Language. It is. It is weird how uh, many of the sayings that I I have gotten from you. And now I've passed on to my friends, oh, like, oh my especially <laughs> all of the the French sayings. I don't know why, but I caught my one friend. I went over and saw my old uh, old friend, and um, she was like, "Qu'est-ce qui se passe?" And I was like, "Where'd you learn to say that?" She was like, "You." <laughs> like uh, uh, I do say some French things. They stick in my head. Zut alors. Yeah, I say zut yeah. alors a lot. Mon Dieu. mon Dieu. Oh yeah, oh mon Dieu. I used to also, when I'm uh, with Portuguese people, I like to say, Akurishk. What does that mean? I don't know. They like it when I say it, though. <laughs> the only one I remember. I don't hear sound. No, it means like, oh my, it just means like, oh my goodness, right? It just means, oh my goodness. But it's like a very, it's like something they wouldn't expect, like a, like a, like a, a nor, like a not Portuguese guy. A normie. Like a not, not Portuguese guy to know. It's Akurishk. <laughs> only one I know is Popsitch and oh, yeah. George Bad Boy. <laughs> you know what that yeah, I know. It's my yeah. friend Adrian. We grew yeah. up with his house. His dad. I could do an impression of his dad, and he would say it doesn't sound like him, but I think it does sound like him. It was. This is my impression of my friend Adrian's dad. I'm gonna do it on the air. Uh, Adrian, <laughs> I go to the bakery, get some pop search. So good for you. I like it. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> it, it yeah. is. <laughs> I did that since I've been a kid. I would do that impression. And, uh, I had to stand by it. <laughs> it's good. It's a little Mexican. It sounds like his dad, though. Yeah, it does oh. sound like his dad. I mean, you might say his dad sounds Mexican because I'm nailing the impression. <laughs> <laughs> oh, George, a bad boy. <laughs> hey, what's the matter, Peter? You hit your head? <laughs> <laughs> I one time I uh, one time I uh, rode my bike to uh, to Adrian's house and I was uh, racing my friend Bernie and then uh, we went around the corner and we wiped out and I had to get stitches in my head but I had to go to Adrian's house so Adrian's uh, dad um, had to try to cheer me up because I was <laughs> bleeding from the head. It was actually really really uh, entertaining. I like I, like, <laughs> I just like the accent. I really like the Portuguese accent. It's funny to me eh, just to hear it. Adrian sends me clips of. Like some, there's like Portuguese comics that do like Portuguese accents for Portuguese people, you know, like, <laughs> you know, like most ethnic groups like uh, have their own brand of comedy where they tell inside jokes. Anyways, uh, so he sends them to me because I like him so much. <laughs> <laughs> I go see my cousin Montreal. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it makes me laugh because we grew up a lot of Portuguese around this area. Like uh-huh. when we were kids, eh? they were all immigrating at the time we were in grade school so we would get like a bunch of like brand new portuguese kids in our class oh it's the best brand new portuguese to get kid day <laughs> <laughs> yeah you're like in grade six and there you have a they're driving in a camaro bet you he's good at soccer yeah <laughs> they would always like they because they needed to learn the language so they would drop them back like 
about six grades. Eh? <laughs> He's got a beard. Yeah. Well, yeah, they they were all some of them were born with beards. Eh? That's true. Yeah. Adrian, I think, had a mustache. When he he had born. a back beard. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we made up a we made up a I shouldn't tell us say his name, but because uh, it's too late now, right? But out there, eh, whatever. He's fine. but i was like we were like we make fun fun of each other as friends you know Mm -hmm. i think that's kind of what the show is 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 a little bit like since the guys since the bands hasn't been here the regular group is like some of it's in the music that's for sure and it's good that we got you you two guys in to to play a little bit of the live music but the uh the the busting of balls is something that I think is missing. I mm-hmm. I liked having Charters here because he was a whipping boy, oh. eh? And uh, not to say that, but at every show you have a fodder, you know, of some sort. You know, Charters was good at taking it, eh? and he would gi- he would give it back in, in subtle ways. And a lot of times he'd win. If you looked at m- most of the listeners, especially the women, would always side with Charters, and, and which was right. Always the woman, eh? Yeah. Well, mostly the women felt for him. They would always mm-hmm. feel sorry for Dave because I would be too mean to him. And they would say, stop being so mean to charters. Mm. And then a lot of the guys would write, fuck charters. <laughs> 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 that was what I thought was funny about it, you know? <laughs> and then, uh, so that I, I just, I just, I knew my character was the heel in that relationship. I was the bad guy, mm. right? Like, I didn't expect to be the good guy. But uh, I did enjoy. Uh, but every week, what Kevin and I were talking about this right before the show, Every week that guy would come in and do something like a little bit weird. Like I still don't know some of the stuff he did if it was a work or not. Like he came in on the scooter the one time when he was just wearing a boot. Yeah, he, what the he, fuck? The sweatsuit. Yeah, that velour sweatsuit <laughs> with the uh, no shirt underneath, like oh, a zipper. On. Like and that was definitely a bit, you know. And then sometimes it's just like, like a Polish Don. The green hanky in the back pocket, even <sighs> the one time. What? He had a comb one time in there. Like you know, he just. He just do one little thing and it would bug me every week, you know, and I'd be like, what is he, is he, is he serious about that shit? You know, even his haircuts. I don't know about his haircuts. Did he do those on purpose <laughs> or, or was it for the show? You know, like, was it just for the show? He's like the ultimate method actor. I just, I can't figure him out. He's a real riddle. <laughs> yeah. Daniel Day-Lewis of modern He's Southern da- Ontario. Of life, you know, just of life, <laughs> his whole like I, he's a mesmerizing human being, you know. So it, it, for me, like I, I'm. It, that's why he's my best friend because I'm eternally fascinated by <laughs> the cu- the curiosity I have in him. You know, I like that. He's the Dutch child, Daniel Day Lewis. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he really is. You know, if you want to see Dave shine, and I, I really, I hope to edit this up because it's almost unwatchable and unlistenable in its raw form. So I have to edit it. But once it's edited. There is a real brilliance in Dave's performance in that Time Machine episode. Did you? Did you? I gave him feedback for that one. <laughs> Phenomenal. Uh, I don't know where it came from. I set that whole show up where it was. Wa- oh yeah, I missed it. <laughs> oh, we totally <laughs> dropped the ball. Oh, I didn't. I missed it too. I didn't notice. Uh, Ke- it was because Kevin said it, eh? I think. Oh. It's, I think it's because Kevin. Yeah, said I don't it. have the power. He didn't. He doesn't have the power yet. No power. These guys are. These guys are 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 uh, green. That's just oh. respect for you. you know. I don't have the power. Yeah, it's, it is true. You know what was. You know what was starting to bug me a little bit. Yeah, where the the whole band was starting to just say feedback. 
Yes, nailed it. Number one. <laughs> Number one, Ryan. Ryan the panic. Uh, the panic in yeah, Ryan. I was like, what do I do? <laughs> uh, what I, I think that says a lot about your character, young yeah. man, and I really do appreciate that. He, st- he stepped up and he really did his best there. And uh, what I got to say is, down, you know, let's take this down. Let's. There's there's no rush here. There's no rush. When when Papa says feedback, there you go. Feel good about it. Get some swagger into it. You know we need to enjoy it. Okay, we got it. We got it. I, I did appreciate you saw it too. Mm-hmm. See the John? Oh, he's just like what the? <laughs> <laughs> I was set it up. Okay, sorry. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, where charters we for sure. Oh, charters. Yeah. Mm. Anyways, yeah, he was. Uh, he is a he is a riddle. I don't know what we're, t- what we're An talking. Enigma. Yeah, um, you were saying you told him that the time machine episode. You told him that he was so good in it. Yeah, phenomenal. Because I just set him up and I said, I said uh, all the people there had c- costumes and everything, and the, like it was all like sh- they didn't know anything about it until they got there. Like there was no time to prepare or anything. It was so for Dave, it was just completely him saying like I'm gonna go with it and <laughs> I'm gonna b- improv and. It, he was hilarious. Like he stole the show. He really did. Mm-hmm. Great performance. I would be nominated if we were giving out the. We should maybe give out awards. Hey, eh? I think so. Uh, the Dutch Hollies. The, we have to come Ooh, up with a better Dutch award. Dutch Hollies. The Hollies. Yeah. We. What do we call it? Uh, it's, we got to think of something better. Mm-hmm. Eh? How about the? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Shedsies. I'm not that good. Huh? I don't know. The Shedsies. <laughs> yes, yeah, Shedsies. I don't know. It needs to be like an. We could just call them the charters. Oof. The oh, we can give his mustache as Ew, the prize for the best performance of each year. We can give Charter's mustache. It's you in that and jar. It's and you like gotta keep the Stanley it nice. Cup. Yeah. It's in that yeah, jar. There <laughs> well, there's a black box there on that top shelf, and in that black box there is a velvet lined lining, and in the velvet lining there sits a jar, and in the jar is Charter's mustache. <laughs> he gave it to me for Christmas one year. That is a weirdo. Huh? That is. It's a, <laughs> I still know. I still want to do that on stage one time where I go do stand up and then I just say <laughs> after every joke. <laughs> right. I'll do my punchline. I'll just look at people and go. <laughs> like a bird. <laughs> three times. I like to do one progressively higher than the next until three and then stare at them right in the eyes until they laugh. <laughs> Until they laugh. <laughs> what if they Fully don't? That's how stand-up laugh. works. <laughs> That's how stand-up works. You just intimidate the crowd until they laugh. Or make them uncomfortable enough so they yeah. just laugh to break the silence. That's Joe's act. Yeah. <laughs> Six seats. <laughs> That'll be your new getter done right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'd love it, man, if I could do that. That T-shirt? <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it would be like the Ric Flair woo. You got it. It would be <laughs> stadiums would be playing it after goals. Oh man, I'm gonna be so famous. <laughs> this is gonna. Be, I'm the ant guy. Yeah. <laughs> Are you? <laughs> I'll get that all the time. It people... Sounds like a velociraptor. <laughs> Just gonna want to slap the piss out of people. <laughs> yeah, it's me. Yeah, do it, do it, do it. I'm not fucking doing it. I'm not doing. It. Come on, man. And you could fake them. You could be like, <laughs> and don't do it. <laughs> don't make me do it. Yeah. Or you leave it at your, I get to do it on people's answer machines, like from Cameo. Yeah, they man. Hire me, just go, <laughs> <laughs> It's your birthday. <laughs> 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 
Hey. You know who this is? Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. All right. Well, this does bring us to that moment of the show for the segment we call Feedback. We got feedback. Motherfucking feedback. <laughs> feedback. Nice. <laughs> Oh, welcome everybody to feedback. We got feedback. This week's segment is brought to you by our friends at Amazon. If you go to our website and you uh, click on the Amazon banner, you can do any of your shopping. And I think it's like, I think today is Thanksgiving, isn't it? In the states, or is that next week or something? Next but week. anyways, third, third week. Yeah, this week. It might be this week. It might be today. Yeah. Turkey Day for those guys. Well, there's a lot of listeners that are American and. I don't even know when their Thanksgiving is. I think it might be today. Dutch Hall fact. But anyways, if you're doing your Amazon shopping, click on, uh, go to our website first, and if you click on that banner, not all the money will go to the rich company. Some of the money will go to the poor podcast. That's how it works. What? I can't hear you. Oh, next Thursday is Thanksgiving, I'm told. Next Thursday is Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah. It's the third Thursday. What's today? The second one? The second Thursday. Oh, I don't know. Well, that's Thursday. great. We'll do a Thanksgiving episode next week. How about that? Where we turkey just, day. Waka, waka, waka. And then we can... Uh, <laughs> because... That's terrible turkey noise. Waka, waka? That's, waka, that's waka, Fozzie waka, Bear. Waka, waka, waka. Ah. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's Fozzie Bear. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we got uh, only one piece of feedback. <laughs> and it, uh, it was from Rick, Dr. Rick. Believe it or not, he's a real life... Kind of doctor, kind That's, of doctor. A sore, that a sore. is sketchy. <laughs> um, that is suspicious. Kind of doctor. I don't want to go to a kind well, of doctor. Well, uh, what, what? You don't want to go to a chiropractor? A kind of doctor. Oh, kind of doctor. Okay, no. Well, I'm just saying he's, what would you consider a doctor? Any kind of doctor? Yes. So, like, even if you're, like, uh, Dr. Scholes. <laughs> Dr. Cosby. Oh, oh yeah, it's an honorary doctorate, Doctor Bill Cosby. <laughs> what? <laughs> he has has multiple honorary doctorates. He's that's true. Lovely. He's losing them here and there. I'm sure they're probably <laughs> taking them. Yeah, maybe they took them back. Sorry, what did the kind of doctor say? This guy? Well, no, is that what? It's he's so just like, a regular doctor. No, he's not a regular doctor. He's only an uh, he's an eye doctor. Oh, that's a doctor. <laughs> that's a doctor. If you have doctor in front of your name. <laughs> Where are you going? Where are you going? I thought she's leaving. She's drinking more. She's just drinking more. No, anyway, so this is from Dr. Rick. Dr. Rick says, OMG, fisting a pig, too funny, what a great bit. And it was in regards to last week's show. Fisting a pig. Fisting a pig. And this is the mystery of some of the f- feedback <laughs> that we get. Is that uh, I I honestly believe that this is based on something you listened to on last week's show. But I don't listen to the shows myself uh, because I can't stand this, the, to listen to my own voice. Which I'm getting better at. I might be getting better at. Um, it's very soothing. But... <laughs> 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 but uh um 
I can't remember the conversation about fisting a pig last week. And now what I'm thinking of, we were talking about what animal's vagina most resembled uh, humans. Yeah. And I do remember then we had the dolphin uh, pussy bit. Yeah, that one won. The dolphin, (laughs) yeah. And then, uh, but but I... There was definitely no fisting of a pig in here. So I'm going to have to ask you, Dr. Rick, to please uh, uh, retell me the uh, fisting a pig bit. (laughs) <laughs> and if it's good enough, maybe it is a keeper. Maybe I'm going to yeah. be touring the fisting a pig bit. And I'll just go, hey, you ever fist a pig? <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm blowing out the whole speaker. Everyone listens to the show. But uh, anyways. Stop it, Pete. <laughs> so uh, I think I'm working out a new act here, man. I I am thinking about uh, finishing up some of my jokes and then then this calling him a day and never telling him again so then i have to make new ones so maybe this is my new root <laughs> second album <laughs> 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 just asking me the title of it <laughs> how do you spell it you spell it uh a no it... <laughs> oh it's an eight it's got an h <laughs> i think it'd be an h yeah hien it would be like the french would say hien oh. h-e-i-n and they would be like hien Maybe this is awful. not that. This is Dutch yeah. more. They'd be like, "Oh, oh, oh, Parlez-vous Jacques Larue? Oh, that's my French. That's France French, though. Not to be mistaken with Quebec French, which is uh, uh, "Get my eggs side by each." <laughs> Close the light. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how. It, there's a difference. One sounds nice and romantic, and the other one sounds just hilarious. <laughs> Trashy. <laughs> Trailer trash French. Yeah. Well, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. Can they, they get year-round? <laughs> uh, I don't know much. We don't have much listeners in Quebec. You know that? Out of all of Canada? That's a shocker. Quebec, <laughs> yeah. They don't, they don't like us as much there. There's like only like a couple. Yeah. There was a couple. No, that was probably yeah. me when I was visiting Montreal. Down oh, there. right, right. Probably zero of them. Yeah, like uh, <laughs> after tonight for sure. Now we can talk. We can talk shit behind their backs. Well, I just don't. I just think their accent's funny. That's all. <laughs> they don't like my accent when I try to speak French. That's for sure. Because when I go oh, there God. and I, as soon as I say one word, they're like, "Don't bother, buddy." Yeah. Don't say anything like this. Yeah. They go, "Don't bother, buddy." Huh? Yeah. Bonjour. Go outside Hello. and get yourself a big mock or whatever. Huh? Like that. <laughs> I have noticed that the uh, Quebecois people, um, they, <laughs> their accent lends the, itself to being judgy just a little bit. Uh, they seem like they don't like me. That's no. what they don't like me. That's what it seems like when I go there. Is that I'm not, I'm not thought of fondly. <laughs> That's what it seems like. Not not in Montreal, but as you go further into like rural Quebec or whatever, they're just very unimpressed by your not. You're f- my grade school French. Montreal's more English, no? Yeah, Montreal's yeah. just like accepting of it's an international port. Like they mm-hmm. just know there's people that from everywhere. And but in the you know I think they're more protective of their culture as you get more in the rural areas, more resistant to change and stuff too. Probably. Yeah, that's the same as what we are apparently because we're all in the middle of nowhere and we don't fucking like we don't change. Anyways, uh, that is it. We only had one person that gave us an email at live from the Dutch Hall at gmail.com or went on Instagram or feed, Twitter and anything like that about last week's show. And it was Dr. Rick. 
So uh, thank you very much for that. If you'd like to give us a piece of feedback, uh, please do so at one of those things I just said, and we'd be happy to uh, talk about whatever you want on next week's show or on a future show. So thank you for everyone that does that. I really do appreciate when I do get a message from one of you guys. And uh, so tonight, tonight we have a topic, and the topic is slavery. This, and I don't know why. It is one of those things that's like it's been on my mind a lot and part of it is because i've seen it with my own two eyes like for real slavery like not what i just like how i enslave you guys for tonight but uh the uh like i see real life slavery like in canada and it bothers me it makes me think about it a lot and i just thought oh i started looking into it and then other things kept coming up and it kept being a topic so i'm like i'm gonna just talk about slavery tonight and uh so I thought we'd start from the beginning of slavery. And in order to start from the beginning of slavery, I thought I've been doing a little bit of Bible reading through this uh, pandemic. And uh, so we're going to start a new segment that we call Bible Stories with Pete. Now, as long as we're talking about slavery, we have to think about the beginning of slavery. Now, I honestly thought, and I swore when I read Genesis, when we somehow, it, if it wasn't Adam and Eve, it was at least Cain or Abel, one of them had slaves. And then I started doing the math thinking like, well, they're the first people. It's got to be like a relative that they're enslaving. Or they didn't consider the slave a person and they were the first of a certain kind of person. And before that, there was lots of people, but the this like uh, like first Hebrew or whatever didn't didn't think the rest of them were people. They were just in, worthy to be enslaved, you know. Mm. But then I went back because I wanted to check my real facts for this episode, and it turns out I couldn't fucking find it. I was looking in the real Bible. I must have made it up. <laughs> so the first uh, <laughs> very touch all facts. Yeah. So good thing I didn't say that, you know. But then, uh, so the first thing that I, that it's about slavery in the Bible is, uh, it's a story about, uh, Noah, you know, Noah, the ark guy, mm -hmm. everybody knows about Noah and the ark, but there's another story in the Bible about Noah. There's two stories about in the Bible about Noah. One is the ark. And the second one is a story about after the ark where it was a short, it's just a short little story. Where uh, Noah, when he uh, got off the ark, he he became a great farmer, and uh, he would uh, <coughs> he grew grapes, and uh, he made wine from the grapes. That's what I would do oh, first I in the new land. Yeah. yeah, and then when he uh, <laughs> one time he was sampling his harvest, and he became intoxicated from the grapes, and uh, he had three sons. The one son's name was. Ham, believe it or not. <laughs> ham? <laughs> yeah, it sounds delicious, eh? Mm. His son was no shit named Ham. Anyways, uh, the other one's name was like, uh, there was like Ham, and there was like Zebhem, and there was like uh, some other, I forget the third. Another Ham? It was like, uh, they sound like Three Stooges, right? Like a drunken slur name? <laughs> yeah. I don't remember the third guy's name, but it was like Shem, Ham, and Mo. Shem, Ham. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Curly <laughs> Joe. <laughs> and, uh, and Bill. <laughs> Anyways, 
hurts. But Ham's the one that Ham's Ham's the one that actually uh, finds uh, his dad drunk and passed out naked. Ooh. You know, <laughs> salacious, right? So what Ham does is he goes over to his uh, brothers and he says, uh, "Hey, fucking dad's out there naked," <laughs> you know. <laughs> like uh, you gotta get a load of this man the guy's like totally hammered he's cocks right out and uh so the other two brothers uh they go down to uh with a cloak in order to uh clothe their father and hide his shame but they were so they, they didn't even want to look at him so they back up with their eyes closed to oh, put no. the cloak on him <laughs> because they want to show him respect right or at least that's what they tell the old man when he fucking sobers up right Anyways, then uh, Noah wakes up. He finds out about the whole thing. Like, who put the cloak on me? Oh, the other two did. Fucking ham just went and laughed <laughs> at your dick. <laughs> right? And then, uh, so no- Noah goes, uh, well, fuck ham and all his descendants. They are going to be slaves to you, the other two brothers' descendants. You know, like you're... You're going to be the Canaanites. Like Ham has the Canaanites. All those Canaanites were slaves, right? And the other two branches of that family became these other people who enslaved the Canaanites, which were Ham's kids. So it was like the birth of slavery kind of in the Bible was through uh, Ham laughing at Noah's uh, nakedness. And uh, I don't know if you know that little piece of trivia. Uh And you also learn about the Bible. It has uh, stories about... uh, about a lot of stuff that they don't tell you in school. Because I know they didn't tell us that in Catholic school about no getting Not drunk. Not a chance. <laughs> no. Laughing at his kid laughing at his dick. Yeah. There's a lot of good stuff in this Bible, I tell you. You wait till you see, There's some real dirty stuff. No one should let your kids read it. It's dirty. I might give it a read. Kev, mm. I'll tell you, the whole thing is rot with like... There's some parts you just be like, this is bullshit. It's just lineage, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't want to read this. This person had this person had this person had this person. Mm-hmm. But usually they're trying to connect two good people, right? So they're saying, like, because this is all, like, they're saying this is all, like, a type of person, you know? So they go from Adam to Noah, then Noah to Abraham, and then Abraham to, and it branches from Abraham and Ishmael, and that became the Muslims or whatever. And then they go to, then it kind of goes on uh, to David, and and then eventually to Jesus. You know, Jesus was the the one that was supposed to save him again. But then it what it was not really Jesus. It was supposed to be Joseph's son that was going to be the next one in line, right? Mm-hmm. Well, Jesus was not Joseph's son. Nope. Right? He was God's son. Right? Yeah. Apparently, right? The ego. The ego. So, <laughs> it's just DNA. Yeah. Right? Maury said it. Yep. <laughs> this is not your father. <laughs> Imagine if there was, like, if if uh, Jesus and uh, God both had to go, um, not Jesus, Mary. God and Joseph oh, okay. both had to go with Mary on Maury to see whose kid it was. <laughs> and she runs off the stage crying, I told you I was a virgin. Anyway, <laughs> and then God, because that's the whole thing. If it's God's baby, mm-hmm. then she's telling the truth. Right. What if it's none of their... If, if it was neither of them. Oh, my dun, goodness. Dun, dun, dun. What if it was one of the three wise men? Yeah, probably. Never know. No. <laughs> well, they okay. came after. The baby was already born. Or they were coming back. Yeah, just to check up. 
yeah, see where this if this kid's worth bringing back to be one of mine, or if I'm just gonna let this girl that I had a little night with behind the bush, saying I was like an angel or something. And it was the guy who gave the frankincense. Yeah, you know what the truth is about that era when Mary had the virgin birth. There was a lot of virgin births reported in <laughs> births. Did I say births? But rebirths reported like in different um, folklore or different writings and stuff like that. Like I think different faiths have different. Do you know about this? Is there? There's different. Like ladies that had a, a baby without having uh, sure sex. Yeah. <laughs> okay. It's the thing to do then, right? Well, I don't know. Maybe it's like Umbrella Academy where they all just like uh, all these like virgin births had all these like. Uh, but I oh, think yeah. otherwise you don't want to think you're God's mom banging, right? <laughs> you just, it's not what you want, right? So, right. like, no matter who your God is, you don't want to conjure up their mom having sex, you know? No. So you just pretend they're a virgin. Make it an impossibility. Yeah, why not? You can rewrite <laughs> history, right? Yeah. When I die, they're not going to tell the story of Pete Van Dyke. They're going to tell the story of what's remaining of the memories of people that interacted with me for the brief times they did it's going to be some version of me that's not me yeah you know so why not just say i was a virgin (laughs) (laughs) or it's a good way to cover your tracks if you're a loose lady at least it's a yeah yeah, it's a believable story (laughs) that i'm a virgin yeah (laughs) (laughs) you're not you're not westland dixie (laughs) no that's true i i do come across virgin ask i didn't want to ask (laughs) uh well you know my hymen grew back a couple <laughs> years ago. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's so sweet. Yeah. Married life. So um, then I, I want to tell you some interesting, you know, I want to tell you, everyone thinks slavery. They think about uh, the uh, the traditional, like uh, going to Africa and Americans are going to get some uh, black people to bring them back to make them slaves and 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 work on their plantations and stuff like that. And that is a very, um, very simple version of slavery that's easy to understand and it's uh, very much in your face. And that that one uh, is like only one of many forms of slavery. And really, the the Americans or British or whoever originally got the slaves to bring them. They were getting the, uh, getting slaves from anywhere they could. And uh, this goes back to, they would get people, the slaves from India. If you go to uh, um, Trinidad, it's half Indian slaves and half uh, African slaves. And then there's, uh, the Vikings would just go to whoever was closest and just make them slaves, you know, like they were. Whoever they defeated. Whoever was weaker. Yeah. And I think in slavery, even in modern day slavery today, it's not. A racial thing it's a matter of finding a person that's in a position where they're they're weak weaker than or or they their need they have a their position is less it, it's so that they're in more of a need and if you can offer them a proposition to make them do what you want mm-hmm. that be, they become your slave paying them just enough mm-hmm. yeah just yeah. enough that they can't really advance yeah but you're still paying them technically but they're enslaved to you because they can't go anywhere else. They can't go anywhere else. You can't do it. And then that, like some of them are like some some of the examples that I that, that I see are like right in your face, you know, like where they're like, you know, it does it just looks bad like what that these people seem like they're trapped, mm-hmm. you know. Um I'll, I want to talk about that like in a bit, but I want to tell you one more interesting slavery story. 
that I don't think people know. And that is that when the American um, slaves were freed, and this was, I think, uh, President Monroe, under his, his uh, administration, they said, you know, it's a good idea. A lot of these uh, freed slaves, they'd like to go back to Africa. So let's send them to this country uh, and they can start a new country in, their, in Africa. So they send them to Liberia, right? And they become, these people go there, they become the ruling uh, class in Liberia. They, be, they form the whole country, really, and they form all the government. And, but the first thing they do when they get there is they look around for the other people that live there. They're weaker. Who all hadn't been bred for size and strength and mm-hmm. dominance in order to make them better, uh, you know. Workers. Workers. Yep. So they're like, uh, they go over there and completely like dominate these existing tribes that are there and enslave all of them to make them their slaves they just did what they were Got freed from right you know uh, that that's the that is the the story there is that uh, that that blows my mind is that you know you think that if you were enslaved yourself and that you would think this is the worst thing ever i never would do that to anyone but it's like the f- first chance they got they just put on the other shoe <laughs> yeah yeah and a lot of countries, it's actually still legal to have slaves, like China, North Korea is, I guess, the worst. The <clears throat> Russia and uh, there's a whole bunch of them. Philippines, but uh, the the main ones. But even in Canada, this is the story I want to tell you, is that I see these things all the time. Like I've seen I've seen these situations all the time. There's a van, right, in this area, right, where they. There's a person that's in the van. They have a van full of people that come from another country, They're usually Vietnam or some Spanish country or something like that. There's like a couple different places they come from. And then uh, you're not allowed to talk to any of the people, but the guy, you talk to the guy that's running the, that's driving the van, and then they work out a wage with whoever needs the work done. Oh. The people come and work for them. Then... You pay the guy, and then they leave with the people, right? Mm. A lot of people, they, 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 they approach a lot of people that are like like farmers and stuff like that that are at peak seasons where they need all the help they can get, and they just go in and they offer these deals, and they're, usually they're pretty good. Like usually they're, uh, if they're not minimum wage, they're below minimum wage, below market value at least of what you would have to pay other people. So... <clears throat> It doesn't seem completely above board, but I don't think most people think it's of a slavery, right? But then you, because th- you don't really want to ask too many questions. I think that's really what it is. What? Well, I was going to say, like, if they got hurt or something like that, it would be, they never worked for you. They never. Oh, yeah. No, they, 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 they're, they've never been on payroll right. anywhere, you know? Yeah. I think it's a, just a side transaction they work out to get some apples picked or whatever they need to get done and then they just uh you probably pay the guy cash and then he he leaves with the money and god knows how much of that money goes to the actual employee yeah not much and i don't know i'm only speculating what i think but this is what i think they're, they're up to i think those guys are like uh have went to whatever country they're from gone to a place where they're the life is tough and they've told these people, I can get you to the U.S. or Canada or wherever. I can get you over there. But in order 
to do that, then you have to. Yeah. I got a job for you over there. I got accommodation for you over there. Everything, but you have to like you know I'll I'll set you up for the first like two years or something like that, and then when they get there, they end up like charging for all the yeah you owe me for the plane ride you owe me for this you owe me for that yeah and now they're in 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 debt to them Mm -hmm. and now they're in in servitude they don't have the proper paperwork if they don't do what they're told they get uh, deported and they have no way of knowing that they're ever paying it off ever no because they have no idea what the guy's charging they don't even know what they should make and they're kept from they're kept from communication with everyone everyone else i've heard stories where they've been they uh uh the guy has to leave and then he'll he'll lock the barn to make oh. sure they're locked in there so they don't they don't leave wow like i've heard stories like that you know i've heard stories where he's offered to pimp pimp some of them out and stuff like that wow. too like that like i've heard like that's where it's been that's where i mean like i hear you hear these things and it bugs you mm-hmm. you know it bugs you and i've seen it for years you know where you kind of like what is that it doesn't make sense it kind of smells bad you know mm-hmm. but you're like and i know it might even like some people be like what are you talking about i don't ruin this you know like we need it's cheap labor and all that stuff like, that's the problem isn't yeah. it like mm-hmm. that's the that's the whole problem you know it's a bad you don't want to encourage those situations to continue because most of the slavery that exists today is like, like, uh, is that sort of situation where it's like indebted people are indebted, so you're working off the debt, trapped. You're trapped. Mm-hmm. You're like, or sometimes it's a, uh, just a situation where, and in, this is even in Bible times, like the, the 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 there was a drought, and then the Israelites had to go up to the the Egyptians, and then and say, hey, listen, we're kind of fucked. We have no, we have all sheep, you know, that need to eat, and so we'll build we a got, pyramid. And so can we, we'll be your slave for seven years. And that became a lot longer than yeah. that. Yeah. Because then the administration changed. And they're like, yeah, you're a slave. You're going to stay your slaves. Yeah. And at first they kind of respect them. They're like, no, this is just a, a deal we worked out. Because I think a lot of times uh, the word slave, because the Bible's been translated so many times, I kind of think that the word slave just like an employee a lot of times. Mm-hmm. Like it's not really a slave slave. It's more like they worked out an arrangement where because there wasn't a lot of money, like it wasn't a, like a cash society, you know? Mm-hmm. So they would just be like, hey, you can sleep at in my on my property. Here's some bread. And you can, I'll give you food and stuff like that, but you have to like do work around the place, you know? And then they would just be like, "That's that would be the arrangement worked out, you know, for survival. And that, the, but they, the terminology would be called slave or whatever, but. It's not really slave because that guy could still say, "No, nah, I'll just go live somewhere else," you know. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Anyways, that's uh, that's not uh, yeah the the yeah. Anyways, that's have you have you heard about that? Have you seen that? I was thinking you were going to talk about worm pickers, to be honest with you. But what are worm pickers? I I see the vans. I when I used to work nights, there's vans in in fields and oh, yeah. white white vans, and they're picking oh, worm, yeah, yeah. picking yeah, yeah. worms. I thought that's where you're going with it, but do you think they're slaves? I have no idea. I don't think so. I've they're never... not going to be in the worm trade. <laughs> I wouldn't think they're going to. You don't think it's lucrative? I don't think it's going to be. They're like, I think they just have to go out at night because it's like that's where you can pick worms. Yeah. They wear the lights on their head. Yep. Yeah, yeah I've seen those guys. And uh, you know what? You know what's the worst job in the world, which seems like slavery, uh, is a, a chicken catching. Have you ever? Oh. Have you ever done? Chicken Never catching? done it, but it does not no, sound. Or turkey would be worse. I or think. Or turkey but... catching, yeah, would be awful. But yeah, like the chicken catching is like, I think the worst job in the world. 
I think it really is. And the people that that agree to do it are like nuts, eh? Like it's like they're crazy. They should do a show on Discovery. Instead of the deadliest catch, <laughs> yeah, the chicken catch or something. I think if you did a whole show on hanging around with chicken catchers, like real honest chicken catchers, yeah, because they're like a like an eclectic bunch. Most of them are, you know, like have lived a tough life, and uh, so you, um, I think it would be a fucking great show. Mm-hmm. I think it would be so entertaining if if you like that sort of thing. If you like that, you if you should like get wa- it going. Are you feeling us out for a new show here? Well, no one here knows <laughs> any chicken catchers. Do you? I don't know any chicken catchers. I'd try it once for, for a show. I would show. do it for a show if we were all like saying, okay, we're going to go catch so much chickens for them. I don't even know if they do that anymore. <laughs> but if they said you got to do it for eight hours, I'm sorry. Well, yeah, or more than once. Yeah. Do <laughs> <laughs> you get everything you need in that one take? Yeah. <laughs> I'll do one barn. Like I'll, I'll clean the full barn out, yep. like, but then that's it. The one, one barn, then I'm not doing it again. I know it's a shit job. Mm-hmm. It's like. Even now, working for my brother, I mean, I like, I, I, you know, like, uh, it's good work, but it's like, I ain't going to do it forever. You know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it for a while. After a while, like, oh, this this real labor's not where it's at. Yeah, my body's not going to do it forever. Yeah. And, I, it's, it, and it's not my thing. No. It's like, uh, it's too far. Uh, maybe I just compare myself to my brother because he's been doing it for 20 more years, you know? Like, it's just like, I don't know if I'll, you know, ever, you know, be... You'll that, never have Paul strength. <laughs> I don't know, Paul. I, I I don't know. I think I can take him now. Yeah. Yeah. Well, he's 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 a uh, he's strong, but he, he's uh he's in pain, eh? He's okay. been working that hard for that long. It breaks you down. Kidney and back shots. Yeah. I think, I, I think if Jeez. I can if I can weather the early storm <laughs> with Paul, which is a it's a very very hard storm. You know, you need to go in brace for that first bit of the storm. So you're saying Paul's cardio is not so well. Yeah, yeah. but I know. He's also, and he also, I've also know, know him better than anyone else. Mm-hmm. And this is the thing, I, I wish he was here because I could say it to his face because this is what, what I truly believe. And I would say this in front of him. I have many times. Is that uh, he, sh- he should in every, on paper, he should kick my ass, right? Seems clear. Mm-hmm. Seems like more of a man than me. Seems stronger than me. He's got my weight, you know, weight advantage. He's, he's, uh, you know, meaner than I am, by all accounts, he should dominate me and make me his bitch, right? Mm-hmm. But he, but in reality, uh, I fought him more than anyone else in the world. Like <laughs> he's my brother. Yeah, yeah, right? for sure. And and no holds barred fights. Yeah, like and and the guy is a one trick pony with an overhand <laughs> right. And uh, you come at me with that fucking thing right off the hop, and you got nothing else. You yeah. got nothing else. You miss me with that thing, or I tie up that right hand. You're fucked. The, we're at stalemate, at, and most of the time we're just at stalemate because I got them locked up. But but if but if it was a if it was a, and then if I can keep them locked up for a bit to tire them out, that's all it takes, like maybe a minute or two. How many of those could you take? What punches from Paul? Yeah, an overhand right. Yep. I could take one, and I would fall down and be asleep for a bit. Okay, that's <laughs> yeah. honest. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I would never want to be hit with one of those. Nap things. time. Yeah. No, no, that's a dangerous weapon. Mm-hmm. That's why I avoid it at all costs. He's got a fist like a brick too, doesn't he? Oh, he hits you hard, man. Yeah. I've been punched by him before, but I, I don't think I've been punched 100 percent by him. You know, mm-hmm. like uh, because I'm still his brother. You know, I've never had the pleasure, nor do I want it. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, no. He one time I think this is funny. He tells a story where he goes to lunch at this place in Portover, and uh, they go, uh, they're like, Paul, you can't come in here, uh, and he goes, why? He goes, you're kicked out for life. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> and they go, uh, he's like, why? And he goes, that bouncer had a glass jaw. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's his fault. <laughs> yeah. You can't blame me for that. That was years ago. Take a punch. <laughs> oh, man. How does somebody with a, like at least can take one? Anyways, that's is that that been that's probably been about a show, has it? I have no idea. I don't think I think I got through the only most of the slavery stuff is uh it's like it's it's really non discriminatory, eh? That's the other thing about it. When people think about slavery being like black people being enslaved by white people, it's not that way at all. It's like all all creeds and colors, mm-hmm. all races, all all even social classes because of like people that are put into the sex trade and all that stuff. They're still being taken advantage of. And if you go even further and want to go then to this kind of an existential uh, way of looking at this whole thing, like we all in the industrialized world and in an industrialized society like we're in, we're in the tail end of, of, it, of it, is that we're wired to believe, to, to be valued by going to work for somebody else to make the lion's share of money for, for somebody else, yeah. For other people, yep. and 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 we're getting a little tiny pittance of what we're bringing in, and they're keeping us there. They're saying we're free to leave, but if you got a mortgage and you're close to pension and you're this and that, are, are you not enslaved to that company for the fucking thirty years you're there or whatever? Like, yep, I agree. Uh, so to me, uh, I think that. Uh, Slavery's all around us. We all got a little bit of it in us, and if and really, I think that if uh, that, that to be a free person is really like kind of what we all what I would strive for. Like I think we should all kind of strive for it. But like, um, you know, I think that hopefully we'll get closer to that. But shit, man, I think that. What do you think? You think we're gonna get closer to that with with uh, with with now that we can everything's be automated or something like that like you're not going to have people that are going to that's the argument for universal basic income right yeah, like you, everybody gets a bit of money and then you can live your life based on that amount of money or and you can do what you want or you can work still work your ass off get that money and be more i don't know yeah it's whatever you well I, i'm interested though like if there's nowhere to work you know like if there's mm. no job no no nothing to really do then, you know, what are they going to value? You know, what's what are they going to value? You know, yeah. like if they, because like, like uh, if someone else is making all the shit, it, it really it's going to be if it it'll become cheaper, right? And then if there's becomes cheaper, then you don't need as much to buy it. If you don't need as much to buy it, maybe you don't need as much shit. I mean, even with the pandemic, we we don't use as much shit. But if we're locked down or whatever, I think we did live simpler lives, and we're not commuting to work every day and we're not like trying to that's where the, not, art, the arts will thrive that's what'll be different because yeah. now all of a sudden you can't automate music you mm-hmm. can't automate uh comedy you can't like automate fi- like a painting podcast yeah like the, the the human element of life i think in this post-industrial world is going to become is going to become of value i think that the hu- what makes us uniquely human is going to be what's going to be valued finally again in this in this kind of world. I, I'm 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 a little disappointed. I'm so far along in life that I'm not going to be able to enjoy it more because I think that's going to be a better place to be. But uh, it's the new renaissance coming up. I think so. I, I yeah. do. 
I do once once we get over all this addiction to shit Stuff, that we yeah. have, yeah. Then and we can just start like realize like even the companies that were paying all this money to have a bunch of useless employees that added nothing but stress to everyone, mm-hmm. working in the, all these fucking high rise office buildings and expen- on expensive real estate, what doing jobs they could easily do from their house or their phone. You know, like for in half the time, if not a quarter of the time of what you're paying them to do it, you know, mm-hmm. like there's a, it's so much waste. The pandemic so. slowly made us kind of realize that. Don't you like think? People right? were kind of like, oh, well, kind of made us, forced us to slow down and kind of look at everything. Yeah. At the beginning, it was so clear and everyone was talking about, oh, this is going to be real change and, you know, the earth's going to become cleaner and all this shit. And then everybody forgot about it all the time. <laughs> yeah. And then they realized that those dolphins weren't really in Venice and all that <laughs> Photoshop or some fucking thing. And I, I don't know. But as you're right, though, there was a it, it, we did notice that things were it seemed to be a lot, a little bit easier or slower. Than yeah, there the might be other ways to do it. And I think even now, like the amount of people that had to work from home and are still working from home, that that'll stay. And the stuff that I preached to my employer like fucking 10 years ago where I said, why do I have to come to work? There's nothing to do here. I could do it from my computer at home. Like, it's stupid for me to come in. And then they would say, you got to be here eight hours or whatever. I'm like, I could tell you I'm on a call, and you never know I'm not here. (laughs) (laughs) Or you could sit in your office with your feet up and the door closed, and they'd never know you were doing nothing. Just hitting tab on your computer. Yeah. I remember saying that to to George one time because I would be like, George. (laughs) (laughs) I'd be like, you know, uh, your porn blockers don't work here (laughs) <laughs> be like, uh, you could easily breach them you just have to go do a search for something else so watch i can show you britney spears pussy right now on on a work computer mm-hmm. watch i'll show you i can do it and he's like what no no you know <laughs> <laughs> there's the title for the show what was it britney spears pussy uh, it's so old i don't know if anyone is. <laughs> oh i'm trying to think how it could be she has a song called i'm a slave does she guys Ooh. play it out <laughs> learn it and play it. No, I'm saying, oh learn the Britney Spears song "Slave" quickly, and then play it out. You have 30 seconds. Go. No. All right, then. <laughs> We're gonna have to end it with just that. I think if you guys have listened to the whole show, then thank you. It's a uh, been a uh, uh, been a fun one for me to be, and I would like to uh, uh, thank you for listening each and every week. Anyone that does. If you'd like to send us a piece of feedback at live from the Dutch Hall at gmail.com or you go to Instagram, we're Dutch Hall, and we're that way on Twitter as well, and live from the Dutch Hall on Facebook. And uh, we're also on LinkedIn, or I'm on LinkedIn somehow. I know you, I think it's just Pete Van Dyke. You can also follow me at Pete Van Dyke. Anyways, uh, also, I forgot to say the members of the Nocturnal Emissions this week are, uh, are from the band The Valedictorians, and they're available for booking as well. I should have gave that information out a little sooner in the show, but maybe I'll put it on the tag. Uh, but look them up on uh, on Facebook and stuff, the Valedictorians on Instagram. They're there for a follow. And until next week, we will see you NT. See you next Thursday. Nice. Nice job. All right, guys. Thanks a lot.